0: What do rock stars, celebrities, and entrepreneurs have in common? They're having great conversations over coffee. This is Meet Me for Coffee. When you hear this guy, you're going to say, where the fuck did he come from? You listen to his voice. He sounds kind of like Axl Rose mixed with Robert Plant, which is, amazing, which is an amazing compliment. Um, Vernon Reed from Living Color is promoting him as a, a great musician and i I fully agree how's it going, Derek day? You're on the meet me for coffee,
1: oh man, you know it is going so great, and I am actually having a nice
0: little cup of coffee right here right now, yeah, it's a what six o'clock where you guys where you are right now and in Los Angeles I'm in unfortunately at almost at the end of my end of my day uh, over in Toronto, but you know what coffee's always great. Right now, I'm I was rocking a coffee. Now I'm having a beer just to kind of wind down after a day at work. And uh, for my bros over in uh, Germany, well, if you play a lot of uh, shows in Germany, you'll be recognizing this bad boy right here, Lowenbrow. Oh, like, I know Lohenbrau, Yeah. Yeah, man. If you if you ever played Wacken before, this is the beer that they serve there, and it's freaking fantastic.
1: Oh, nice. Is um a lager an IPA?
0: Uh, it's a it's a lager, dude. Nice. Um, you know. Uh, yeah, I think it's a locker. I mean, uh, you know what? It, it's, it's crazy because uh, at Wacken, they actually have a line going from the brewery to the festival uh, of Lowenbrow, which is unreal. And it is one of the best beers in the world. And, and we all know rock and roll and beer go, go well. And I was listening to an interview with uh, David Lee Roth, and he learned earlier in his career that beer, you chug it and whiskey, you sip it. So, um, that's some advice for you going forward. Um, but very happy to see you're drinking coffee. How do you take your coffee, Derek?
1: Um, uh, almost black, almost very little sugar, if possible, honey, but maybe it's spl- like a hair covered in milk and you dip the hair in that coffee yeah. and then that's
0: as much milk I want. I take mine black man or nothing and I don't want to offend yeah. many people. Um,
1: no, I agree. I mean, eat, that's the coffee taste, right? You got to yeah, have
0: exactly. that. <laughs> there, there, there are places where people are complete dicks and the owners will tell you, hey, you want milk in your coffee? Go somewhere else. This is how you're going to have your coffee, black or nothing in it. Um, there's a place in Vancouver. So I don't, I don't know what it's called, but I'll figure it out. I'll tell you off the air. But hey, you know what? It, it's true. It's very true. Um, it's the real taste, dude.
1: That's so cool. I love this. It's yeah. like some gangster stuff right there. Like, get out of here. Yeah, man. So tell me, like, what kind of guitar do
0: you play? You play Fender?
1: Yes, sir. I'm a Fender boy. I'm in, uh, endorsed by them. I proudly, you know, play their stuff. I have an amp. I have amps and yeah.
0: That's awesome. What kind of Fender uh, guitar do you play? Do you play the Telecaster the Stra- or the Stratocaster?
1: My main th- my main one is the Stratocaster. Uh, Her name is Milkshake. I don't know where she is, but um. Uh, anyway, I love, it's just cause I'm a whammy bar guy and I love, I love all the notes in between notes. So that's my favorite thing, but I love tellies. I also have a telly that I used to play my heavier, like headbanger
0: stuff. Yeah. I love tellies. You know what? I've been really coming uh more accustomed to them and uh, more fun of them uh, more lately. I don't know why. Um, I'm a bass player, so I, I like my jazz basses. and uh, well, obviously a P bass. I've only played a few times, but I'm not a big fan of them. Um, mm-hmm. Jazz bass is the best. Uh, I, I have a Marcus Miller jazz bass. J- they're all my all my basses are made in Japan, by the way. They're all Fender, yeah, all made in Japan, and they sound awesome. Um, I do believe you know a great time now is to talk about a, a an amazing legend, man, Eddie Van Halen passing away. Uh, From your neck of the woods, you're in Los Angeles right now. Um, You know, that guy, he set the tone for many musicians going forward, many bass players, many singers, um, you know, pianists, uh, of course, guitarists. um, And he laid it all on the line, man. That guy, he, he innovated things. He doesn't get enough credit. I think he's the best guitar player to ever live, to be honest. What do you think?
1: oh man you know i talking to all my he is from he's from pasadena and i was born and raised pretty much eagle rock so we're neighbors and wicked man um yeah like pretty much like 10 minute drive almost 15 minutes uh but no he he really he's that guy like there are two guys that like changed the world um and like one guy was the like changed the guitar world i feel like I feel like Jimi hendrix was that guy who like flipped the guitar you know like this is what it can do even though there was clapton and stuff they were still like all right but i could still do this and just, yeah bam and then the second guy was eddie van halen he was like oh yeah and you can also do this and it's hard everyone else in between and after like there's a lot of greats but those two guys really flipped the world upside down
0: yeah i mean like i don't know if we're fortunate to see someone die um as iconic like as in our time, like, uh, Jimi Hendrix, uh, I would say Eddie Eddie Van Hale is the Jimi Hendrix of our time. Um, I know how old are you, Derek? I'm 26. Okay. So in our lifetime, we'll probably see Tony Iommi pass away, Jimmy page. Um, maybe Eric Clapton, uh, definitely not Keith Richards because that guy, he's got like, <laughs> he, he actually goes for like a week. Every every month is Sweden to like do dialysis and clean his blood, man. Like, so he, he'll last for a long time, dude.
1: <laughs> yeah, he's that. Yeah, we gotta think of a uh, how to treat. We gotta leave a better world for Keith. You know, we can't yeah. pollute the air. We need him to have a nice
0: work. yeah we got to make sure the drugs are clean and 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 have no uh like mutations in the, in the chemical uh, like <laughs> compound uh you know whatever it's called man because that guy he's streamlining that stuff uh also a very good musician that'd be awesome to talk to on the show man and i i love rock and roll and i was talking to my my friend i was on another show in the uk earlier today and uh, we go back and forth and so his shows all actors and mine's all musicians and and, and actors and entrepreneurs, man. And I'm a big fan of rock and roll. Um, I'm a rocker. Um, I I love music. I mean, I have a Rolodex of music in my head. I I call myself musicologist, but I'm not fully qualified. Um, but like I've been more fond of the blues lately. Um, especially just jamming you know like it just it feels good it feels good to to get in between those notes and and really focus and analyze music um especially when you're you're creating a riff like you 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 start a riff it's like hey okay this is how i want to play it you have in your head and it's like okay i'm gonna try and lay it out is it hard for you to kind of translate what's in your head to what's coming out of the fretboard
1: uh you know it it was uh definitely you know sometimes definitely is but what i love to do is i love to sing all my riffs and i just sing them out and then and i make sure i just get it on a voice memo and then it does take like uh just to get it just right to follow what my voice did it takes maybe like at least 30 minutes an hour to really get it right you know um but yeah i i rarely write riffs on the guitar which is ironic
0: yeah, you know, riffs are. I, I, I always end up playing like you know heavy metal um, or death metal or whatever when I'm just screwing around with myself. You know, I was tuned down to drop C. Um, I always like I always like that tuning. I don't know why. I play at the frequencies too: four thirty-two, four forty. Um, sometimes I just completely screw around with things and.
1: That's nuts. I've never. That's crazy. People who do that trip me out. I mean, in a great way because I can't fathom doing that. That's just like whoa.
0: (laughs) You've got you've got to get a certain tuner, man. Like I have the Peterson tuner. You heard of the Peterson before? And is that the no? No, I haven't. No. See if I can find it. You know, somewhere around here. But it's the the most precise and dead on tuner you could ever have. Wow. So so um, I played boss. You know, I use the boss tuner and this tuner will tell you that you're so far off from the boss tuner. Like it's (laughs) almost dead on and you can do sweetened tunings too. So like you can make it like a, you know, standard tuning, but you can sweeten that tuning to make it sound more crunchy or more, or more melodic or, you know, it's, it's so cool, man. And you can play different frequencies. And, um, of course it's probably like, you know, I bought it for $350 Canadian, which is probably like. I have 300 bucks, your, your money in the U S, but honestly, like it's, it's definitely worth it.
1: Right. Right. Just, Oh man, that sounds amazing. Are those the ones that like, uh, that are on the rack, you can put it on a rack and there's like a line that's just like, it's just like, it looks like it's uh crazy, I don't know, design. Don't yeah. Know.
0: That's a Korg. Um ah. but- but, yeah, this was like a foot pedal. The one I have. I don't know if they have one that's a rack, but I would definitely check it out if there was one. Like, I stopped playing in a band, man. Like, it's so so time-consuming, and, like, you're never home on the weekends, and um, your back always hurts, you know, so. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so true. so tell me about Click On Me, man, like the, the whole premise behind the song and the music video.
1: Absolutely. Well, the song itself is uh, we take the internet uh, and – um, and maybe the negative effects of what it can have, uh, as a subject, but really, truly it's about, uh, desire and longing for connection as a, as just an individual, as a person, as a human being, or as a society. And, um, uh, yeah, just constant longing for connection to, uh, to the point of desperation and then utterly and ironically uh, being completely disconnected. So the whole thing, uh, uh. That's pretty much what it is. You'll see the video. Um, and you'll see, you know, it's just like a bunch of Instagram logos. You'll see a little bit of coronavirus there, a lot of uh, uh, maybe a little, um, some Amazon things going on, flowing through there. And, and it's also um, uh, masked with a lot of scenes from Metropolis, 1927, one of wow. the first 1st sci-fi feature-length films. There's a, a few before that was uh, Fritz Lang um, and yeah. And so the video was made by Jeremy Ian Thomas, who's an amazing, he, he made it like, it was like, a, it's kind of like a 3D video. You could see the full like bodies of everyone and it's all animation. And um, you see some footage of some live shows. Actually, all the footage in there is for like from Nam this year. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah.
0: Wow, man. Like, like, how was that?
1: The Nam yeah. show? Yeah. That was awesome this year. It was amazing. Like um this is maybe it was my 4th 5th year maybe and like I got to play the jam in the van and we played click on me on in jam in events also on YouTube and like um it's just it was just really good connection wise. I got to know a lot of new companies and um or or rekindle some old flames with other companies and uh, it was just great. It was just a great time overall.
0: Do you find it weird or hard to be a musician in such a saturated market like uh, California, Los Angeles area?
1: Yes and no, because California it's, it, it's kind of like the place to be to be a musician yeah. so like it, there's a billion bands out here but it's also like you could there's a lot of hope in this city at the same time like because you see these bands there's a lot of bands that like they're not putting their all into it and then there are bands that really are and then as long as you're one of those you could totally climb out of the the rubble
0: so what's next for you man like you have a new record coming out or what what's next for derek day
1: I'm definitely pushing um, Click On Me. Also, by the way, it was pr- produced and co-written by uh, uh, Vernon Reed, he, a guitar player from Living Color. Um, and um, But, yeah, and so we're just really pushing this song and trying to get some airplay and stuff. Eddie Trunk just
0: spoke about yeah, it. Yeah, I saw it. That's awesome. That was yeah.
1: great. Oh, so mind-blowing. I was like, yes, he played a snippet of it. I was like, yes, finally. Um, but, really, I, I do these, like, I can't really play shows nowadays, but um actually i keep booking shows and they keep getting canceled just because of restrictions so um but you guys actually might get uh first of all you'll get a little halloween surprise a little video short cover by one of my favorite bands um the misfits Um, oh yeah
0: i've seen them live too man they're so good
1: oh really damn man
0: what when did you see them uh like two three years ago man just like in a small club in toronto
1: damn that's so cool yeah they're badass i love yeah. like, both singers all the albums um but other than that i think you'll get another single um i've just been doing singles because it's kind of like a simple way to kind of uh keep gauging reaction and feeling and get another single like in december perhaps
0: uh wink wink none judge nudge, yeah. nudge yeah yeah I, it's uh it's a very hard market, man. To be a musician, to be someone who's trying to push your own craft. Um, what do people need to know about Derek Day? Like, what's his favorite food? Like, if there's a girl out there that's kind of my eyeing you up on Facebook or whatever, like, what's your favorite food? Like, what's your favorite color? You know, that's those are great questions.
1: Favorite food is the Tommy's chili burger. Have you ever had Tommy's? No, man. Oh, it's like the burger place in here in L.A. It's been here since like '55 or something, something like that. And uh, yeah, it's just my number one favorite food. Is like every time is like the
0: first time when you have it's just messy. I you went know? to I went to uh, was In and Out Burger or whatever. Yeah. Oh yeah. I went oh, there yeah. and I was like, it was like two in the morning and it was like. I don't know what the hype is behind this. You know, it's just a bunch of drunk people fighting in the restaurant at like two in the morning. That's all it is. I, I I've been to L.A. a few times, man, and I, I tried making a go out there, and uh, eventually one day I think it will happen, but. Uh, my life is here in Canada, but you know, it's such a great, crazy, crazy market, man. I'm a big fan of Santa Monica and like Bel Air and like up in the mountains and whatever. It's such a cool, uh, diverse area. You know, there's somewhere to go for everybody. And um, the the music's amazing. The the clubs are great. You know, the girls are, you know, you can't really match them with anybody, you know, like um, you don't know who you're going to run into, man. Like there's, there's, uh celebrities that own restaurants that work there you know there's uh i know peter dante he was in all the adam sandler movies he owns a, a pizza restaurant santa monica like he's served me and i was like holy shit like you know that's crazy that's insane yeah if you've been there before it's called ncy pizza ncy pizza yeah yeah of course yeah, yeah he owns that oh wow my god i gotta go there that's awesome. yeah man yeah, he owns it. Like that's Adam Sandler's like best friend, man. Like I can't even believe it. Like it's like what? Um and then there's uh you know, there's another club called the Bungalow in uh in Santa Monica. It's like an old house. And I think I think Johnny Deppy still own that place. You know, it's uh it's unreal. It's right beside the uh the Fairmount Hotel in uh, Santa Monica. Okay. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, and if you like lobster, dude, there's a place called the Lobster right on the pier in Santa Monica, dude. It's, it's great. I love it. I love, had a great time in Los Angeles and I'll definitely be back, dude. Like there's so much to see, you know?
1: Oh man. If you're back, you got to hit me up. Just be like, yo, I'm in town. I don't know. I, I know some, some spots like in downtown LA, some cool places.
0: Yeah, man. I'll definitely hit you up. I, I got to hit, hit up that, uh, a Bryce Hirschberg, uh, dude. You ever seen that Netflix show, uh, too hot to handle?
1: Mm-hmm. No, I started watching just a second.
0: Of yeah, it, yeah. 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 He's on there. And I had him on my show. He's like, yo, hit me up next time you're in town. I'm like, Oh my God. Like I better go by myself. You know, like, <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, I, I got a lot of people like still expecting me to come to town. I, you know obviously I would have been there already, but the the whole pandemic thing, it's, it's super hard for, you know, people who are in business and people who are, you know, in every aspect of the industries that they're in. Right. Like it's just so hard to be a musician. You know, it's, it also probably gets pretty boring sometimes just to just, uh, you know, I, I don't get, I'm not saying it gets born to jam by yourself, but like, you know, jamming by yourself can only go so far. Right. And you got to put it down and then walk away for a bit. And it's really killing people, man. Although the Dodgers won the world series by the way, which is great.
1: Yep. It's been like
0: 34 years. Yeah. <laughs> <It's been>
1: forever. <laughs>
0: so how's life in la man like like covid wise
1: covid wise well like you said like i started out doing a bunch of um live streams jamming by myself i had to put that down because i wasn't like you know itching for it anymore and um but other than that like um you know everything's Fine, dandy, and healthy, but I'm also experimenting a lot more, being a lot more creative. I have, uh, I, I do all sorts of projects and collaborations via internet, and it's just a way to keep me sharp and busy. That's so great. it's 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 actually been busier than ever. I'm sure you, uh, other people have told you this too. It's like creatives and artistics people, whatever. We like we're actually drowning in work at the moment. Not necessarily paid work, but
0: like yeah, work. Yeah. <laughs> it's a, it's, it gets pretty stressful too. Sometimes like you're, yeah, yeah my, my, my father, he's an educator and he's more busy now than he was when he was actually in person in front of classes and in front of people. Right. So um, oh, yeah. he's like, it's just the zoom meetings. You get zoomed out completely sometimes. Right. I can sit here and do like 10 interviews in a day and I'm just oh. so I'm toast. Right. Like I'm by the, by the, by the end, man, I don't even want to do them anymore. And, and luckily for you, like I only did this one today so like oh. you know i'm actually you know i'm actually into it you know like i'm actually excited to talk to you and um oh. not that i wouldn't be if i did tad in a row that and i picked up the phone or talk to you over a conference call but you know it does take a toll on you dude like
1: i know what you mean absolutely no like i have just zoom meetings i have a lot of writing sessions and yeah it's just after a minute you're like oh Oh, I got like a 5:30. Okay, now I got like a I got 6:45. Like, oh my god, you don't have a moment to like even have a normal dinner or something. I don't know. It's just kind of like it's my it's it is a passion, of course. It's your passion, but it's just such a weird box way to do it. It's just it puts you in this literal box. <laughs>
0: yeah, man. It's uh it's unfortunate, but you know, it's it's also kind of convenient as well because hey, you can you can finally sit at home order a pizza and eat it while you're on a conference call if you wanted to, but Um, You know, it's, it's a great thing that we're talking, man. Like there's a lot of people who have heard about you and there are a ton of people who are going to hear about you right now. And, and I'm the first one here in Canada to talk about you. So when you come up here, I want to make sure that we do this again. Yes. And I want to make sure we have coffee. We have a few beers. We have some pizza because we talked about pizza. Um, you know, we'll do it all again. Um, Are you playing on a tour in 2021 at all?
1: Uh, Ooh, it's hard to tell actually. Well, if everything is cool, absolutely. In the summer, absolutely. And we're, and like straight to Canada, straight to uh, England. We have like, I have played some shows out there. I know some venues out there and like Sweden and like Poland. Uh, so, um, and I've never been to Canada, so I would love to go, um, dying to actually. So, if everything's
0: cool, absolutely. I think you're going to see a lot of touring. Awesome. Derek day. How do they find your music up on Spotify, all the streaming platforms um, to support you to buy any of your, your merch? where's your website? Where do people go?
1: Derekdaymusic.com, And you'll see all my information there. Venmo, Instagram, all of that stuff.
0: Awesome. So you have anything else to say to the fans or the new fans that you're trying to convince somebody to listen to you? What are you going to, how are you going to say it to them? Are you going to say it right now? Go ahead.
1: I'm, uh, I'm going to say. That's
0: kind of intimidating. I intimidate you there, right? Okay. Yeah. The floor is yours, man. Are you ready? One, two, three, and go. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> Check it out, everyone. It's time to party. Yeah, man. All right. Thanks a lot, dude. This has been awesome, Derek.
1: Yes! Thank you so much, George. I'll talk to you soon, brother.
0: See ya.